simply coming home to the body. Experiencing the aliveness that you've been gifted with today. Arriving once again Some may find it helpful to begin a sitting by taking a moment or two and reflecting on one or two things that you are grateful for. Just as a way of preparing the mind enhancing receptivity, gladdening the mind is what the Buddha called it. And as you reflect on something you're grateful for, see if that gratitude manifests anywhere in the body. Now, with that attention at home, in the body, if you notice any areas that are tight or contracted, you might just bring your gentle attention to that area. And sometimes all that is needed is that gentle attention. There are some key areas that for many um, draw a tension, a contraction. And a few of those areas are one being the face. All that thinking, worrying, 
planning, that vast multitude of muscles in the face. So I invite you to bring your attention to all those muscles of the face with the invitation that they can now soften, relax. And checking the jaw, if the jaw happens to be hinged, closed, allow the jaw to relax. Just open slightly. And bringing that soft attention into the neck and shoulder area. Experiencing that area from the inside. Another of those areas that tends to draw stress. with the invitation for the shoulders to let go, relax, open. And moving that kindly attention down through the arms. And experiencing the hands, again from the inside. Inviting the hands to melt, to soften, to ease. Bringing attention to the abdomen. An area that often is armored. And allowing the abdomen to soften.
and bringing that careful accepting attention to any areas of your body that are particular to you that maybe could use a little TLC right now. Now, allowing the mind to be open, wide, clear like the sky, become aware of sounds as they appear and disappear in the open field of awareness. Notice how sounds are known effortlessly. They simply arise and pass by themselves. Hearing without preference, allowing the sounds to wash through. Not resisting, not grasping. It's receptive of the energy of sound. With a little practice, you can hear with your whole body. Experiencing the energy of sound as it passes through. Very subtle, energetic massage.
Sounds arise and pass in the open spaciousness of the mind. Now just as effortlessly as you've noticed the arising and passing of sound, become aware of the subtle sensations of the body as they too arise and pass in the open field of awareness. not forcing anything, is settled back. Receptive, allowing. Life living through you. And within that field of sensation, notice in particular the sensation of breathing. Allowing each breath to come and move as it needs to, not pushing or pulling.
And you may find that there's a particular portion of the breath that is most comfortable for you. Pleasant, maybe. Predominant. And so rest your attention there, receiving the breath. For some, that could be the area at the nostrils where the air enters and exits the nose. Some may enjoy the expansion and contraction of the rib cage. Others may appreciate the rising and falling of the belly. And some enjoy the reception of the breath as if they are breathing through all the pores of the body. So exploring and coming to rest in your refuge, your area of the breath that speaks to you. And coming up close to the breath, connecting, much like, much like a loving embrace. The precious, beautiful breath. Connecting, embracing, not too tight, not too loose. And then sustaining that connection the best that you are able.
Now thinking's an important part of our life, but it's only one aspect. And so when you wake from a thought stream, a story, a trance, that's a very important moment. That's a moment of awakening. So when you wake, there's nothing you can do when you're gone, you're just gone. But when you wake, pause, experience that moment fully. Noticing the difference between being awake in this moment of your life, feeling the senses alive, the clarity, the crispness, and how that's different than being lost in story. And resting there, experiencing as long as you'd like that newfound, refound wakefulness. No hurry to get back to the breath. And in addition, it can be very helpful to then take a few moments and re-relax before you come back to your object of meditation. Just a moment or two softening the face, allowing the shoulders to open, settle. Nice and easy, no hurry. And then landing softly, lovingly, connecting again with the breath. So the cool part of the mind wandering is that each time we get to wake up, and re-experiencing the aliveness of this moment. And we get to re-relax, restore ourselves. No judgment, no harshness. Soft and easy.
each time you wake from a story, noticing that difference, that wakefulness, that re-experiencing of aliveness, taking a moment to re-relax, without judgment, without harshness, all done in kindness. Well, good morning. A couple of things um, uh, I want to mention, and we will have then walking instructions and a few announcements. Um, 
I want to share just the template for our practice and the attitude. And it seems to be easily exemplified in our and, and how we can work with sound. Now, not everybody um, works easily with sound, but with sound, most people with a little practice develop the capacity to just allow the sounds to happen. They come, they go. Some sounds are pleasant, some are unpleasant. But with a little practice, we can, we can develop that countenance, that attitude of kindly acceptance. They're just sounds. We don't feel so much ownership. It's not so much my sound. You know. Then it becomes a little more interesting and a little more challenging. Can we have that same attitude of acceptance, receptivity, and kindness to our body sensations? Oh, wait a minute. These are my pains. You know. That that's the challenge. Can we have that same openness and allowing without so much resistance? Then it gets even more interesting uh, with our emotions. You know? So that's kind of a, an overview of what we're cultivating here. This kindness, this acceptance, this allowing, this kind of equanimity to experience. Another in, in the instructions today, and the instructions will um, they'll be progressive in a sense, but the basic instructions are pretty pretty simple. You know, experience as fully as your capacity allows in a particular moment with acceptance and kindness. Um, when the mind is gone when we're off in a story. There's nothing we can do about it. It's part of our survival mechanism that the mind is scanning around, jumping from one thing to another, um, you know, looking for comfort, food, sex, you know, whatever. That's got us this far. There's seven billion of us. It works. <laughs> now, we're cultivating some different aspects, in a sense, kind of uh, stretching the evolutionary envelope a little bit. Our lives are not in danger here in this space. We've created a safe space. And most of us are not threatened continually like we were back, uh, like our ancestors were when we were running from wild beasts in the, in the jungle. So that moment when we wake up from this scanning mind that's trying to protect us and do things for us, that moment that we wake up is very important. And to begin to sensitize our nervous system to what it's like just to be awake in the present. So when that happens, not so much yanking the mind back to the breath, but just, wow, look at this. I'm awake. This is what wakefulness feels like. And then noticing how, wow, this is different. This is different than grinding, planning, worrying. And so resting there as long as you like. And if you've been gone for a while, 
you know, if you really worked out a, a thought stream, you know, we all have our different favorites. You know, I may go to the statistical box score of the last Red Sox game and kind of go over all the numbers. You know, if, if I've been doing that, when I come back, you know, to take some extra moments and really soften the face again, allow the body to relax. What happens if we're just yanking back quickly, hurrying back to the breath, uh, we're bringing that tension of thinking back to us, that planning, worrying, whatever it is. We're, we're bringing that back. It starts to pile up and accumulate. And then we, all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute. I thought meditation's supposed to be relaxing. I'm just getting tenser and tenser. Slow it all down. Take it easy. Re-relax. Every time we relax, we're benefiting ourselves. Our parasympathetic nervous system which is the relaxation response, which is the kind of uh, part of the nervous system that brings us into regulation, is getting a little boost when we consciously react. The sympathetic nervous system, which is the hair trigger around threat and survival, that takes care of itself. That's going off all the time, like a five alarm fire. But each time that we relax, it's a benefit. So. Really enjoy that part. And if, you ha- and if you relax a thousand times in a sitting, great. You know. So you'll be hearing different aspects and things that work for the various teachers here. And you'll be, as contemplative artists, you'll be kind of, you know, we have an overall frame that we'd like you to practice and in the beginning to settle the mind using, using the breath or an anchor to hold your attention. But certain things you'll hear and you say, oh, that's not so much for me. You know, the gladdening the mind, uh, thinking of things that you're grateful for or other aspects that come up. Um, so... Um, All right, let's, well, I'm going to talk a little bit about walking meditation, which is every bit as important as our sitting practice. Um, it's a balancing of energy. It actually helps us um, in our uh, kind of transitioning this, this formal practice into our daily lives. We're walking around a lot. We're doing things all the time. So it's very simply bringing that same awareness, aliveness, mindfulness of what's happening, when it's happening, as we're moving. And so in, in your walking meditation, it's not so much, well, we're going for a walk, which is also a wonderful thing, but um, finding a space uh, outside or in the walking room downstairs, you don't need that many steps, 10, 15 steps the beginning and an end. You might start by just standing, collecting yourself, feeling your body alive, rooted in the earth. And then begin walking. And we're, we're endeavoring to actually feel the walking, to be there, to be, to feel, to f- to be feeling it from the inside. And there's different levels of being aware. 
One is you're just not aware at all. You're walking, but you don't know where you are. Or, you know, you just... And sometimes you'll notice, especially, you know, a busy day, you'll get from point A to B and you'll say, I don't even remember any of that, whether you're driving or whatever, because the mind's gone. And then there's the knowing that you're walking. Great step, g- great understanding. Gee, I'm walking. And then, on an even deeper, more subtle le- level, is feeling that walking from the inside. Um, at, and you can walk at any speed you want. You might want to start out walking quickly, you know, and then slow it down and notice what, what that does to your, um, to your, to your awareness. Um, you, you, uh, if you notice that you're getting tight about your walking, then you might just feel the whole body as it's moving through this kind of air. It's all, the air is like a liquid, so you're feeling the whole body. Now that may tend to space you out after a while. And then you might come back and, and, and really pay attention. Okay, what's my big toe doing in this operation? What about the other toes? Are they working? Are they flopping? You know, what about the ankles? What about the calf muscles? What about the knees? What about the quadriceps, hamstrings, hips? You know, kind of exploring it in detail. And then maybe opening up for a while, feeling the whole deal, the whole body. And if you're outside, it's springtime. I mean, springtime's like nature sex gone wild. You know, <laughs> insects, birds, everything just, you know, everything growing. You can almost feel the grass and the, and the plants just kind of, you know, vibrating out there. Okay, that really can draw our attention. Fine, just stop. And know that you're hearing. Know that you're smelling. Know that you're seeing, feeling the radiant energy kind of washing through you, all the colors, the bright spring colors, you know. So it's not so much, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always our relationship to what's going on. It's not so much whether our object is the breath, whether it's sound, whether it's the body, whether it's, you know, walking. It's like, what's our relationship? What's our attitude in that moment? You know, are we accepting kind of allowing it to happen, being there? You know, is there a kind of feeling of kindness kind of permeating what's going on? You know. So, are there questions about walking instruction? Instructions can't be that good. Must be a question. Okay. Um, All right. Um, There are a number of announcements on the first morning, and I want to apologize for those, uh, for the number of them. But here we go. Um, Please check the bulletin board for any any announcements that may be happening during the day. Um, and we are communicating, you know, for those who are, are in need, you know, on that, on that bulletin board. Um, the afternoon yoga, as a reminder, if your last name uh, begins with 
M to Z, please attend the 4.30 yoga. Unless your interview group meets at that time. If you have to leave the retreat early for any reason, please see the managers because we will worry, you know, about you. Where, where did you go? What happened? Now, please check the group meeting lists. They're on the railing outside the hall or the bulletin board in the lobby. Pay attention to the day, the time, and the room. Uh, Eric, Jonathan, and myself are upstairs. We have our meeting rooms upstairs. Just walk up the main stairs. And Tara, Tara's groups are on the main floor. Um, the rooms will be cleaned on Sunday and Tuesday. Um, you may also notice that during uh, meals, uh, the teachers may move to the front. You may have an aversive reaction to that. You can work with it. You know how to do that. <laughs> uh, we will just bow to you because um, mealtimes are times we try to meet and discuss what's going on here in the group. Now these interviews uh, that, you're, that you're going to have, uh, make sure you, you check and get that all settled. Uh, but they can be great learning experiences, you know. And, and what we're interested as teachers are, we want you to, um, if there's any issues or miss, you know, if you're not clear about the instructions, walking or sitting, we want to hear about that and and work to some level of clarity so that you really know what you're doing and why. The groups, you know, eight, nine people, ten, ten people in a group. So uh, if you can be succinct in your, in your questions, kind of limit them to the practice experience, um, not so much you know, religious philosophical discussions, but more practical, what's going on uh, for you. It's a great opportunity to learn from other people in the group. So many of our questions are the same. So really, you know, bring yourself there fully and really take, take in the experience. There's a lot that can be learned from other people. Okay, we'll take a few questions. If anybody has any questions about any of the above or anything else right now, and then we will turn you loose on your walking. You are loose gooses. Enjoy the walking. Have fun with the walking. It's, you know, a 
Occasionally you can even smile. Have a Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.